All right, y'all, we're back, episode two. I'm Gina, that's Perk, you know who we are, and we're the Betting Academy Hoops Edition. Perk, I gotta say, it feels like an emergency pod with everything that transpired yesterday in the NBA, but here we are, we have the good fortune of being on the other end of what broke yesterday, and we wanna get right into it because it's the most important thing that, that we're gonna talk about today and probably even into next week. But I, we always start with our first 48, which is, which is Perk's Picks. First, first segment of the show, we look out 48 hours. We see what games we like, um, who we might want to pick and why. So just to get into it really quickly, and then obviously we're going to move right along to James Harden, Kyrie, and some other topics. But uh, on Turner tonight, TNT tonight, we have the Rocket Spurs. That line just changed. FanDuel has that at Rockets plus seven and a half. Um, and then, yeah. Oh, oh! look, first half, no-brainer, that's a slam dunk. Before you even go to the others, I'm telling you straight up, the Rockets have a depleted roster. The Spurs are playing inspiring basketball. They are going to mash the gas on the Houston Rockets. Take it first half. I wouldn't take the whole seven and a half. It'd probably be about four and a half, maybe five. If the half, take the half. First half, Perk says it. Take that. Rockets at Spurs, plus seven and a half, according to Fandle. But take the first half. We don't know if Vic Oladipo is going to play, right? We, we, like, we don't know who's where uh, from this trade yesterday, who's in Houston, who's ready to go, who's out, whatever it may be. We know John Wall and Boogie and Christian Wood will be there, but like we don't know anything else. So this is a no-brainer. You're saying, like, no, no chance, right? It's, it's, it's actually minus four and a half, first half of the Spurs, minus four and a half. That's that's easy. Spurs got to be up five at the half. That's easy money. Okay. The Rockets got so much that they're dealing with right now as we speak, right? Like getting the chemistry back, decompressing. I don't know if a lot of guys are playing tonight. The Spurs, they're clicking on all cylinders right now. You got to take the Spurs first half. I wouldn't take it for the whole seven and a half of San Antonio is still a lot because they get lacks of days to go in the third quarter. Take it for the half. This right here is not a C.J. McCullen pull-up from, from, from the elbow. This is not a layup. This is a, 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 a Vince Carter windmill, and you know how high percentage that is. And I yeah. ain't talking about a ceiling fan. I'm talking about a windmill. And also, it's probably a Vince Carter dunk competition windmill. Like, nobody guarding him just for show exhibition. That He's definitely not missing that. Like, it's not even like he's going up against somebody contested. Like, <laughs> this is a slam dunk in the dunk contest type of shit. Right. <laughs> All right. Gee, I like your shirt. I actually love it. But I'm kind of dressed, like, in my mob-style bidding outfit today. That's why I'm suiting top because I'm about my business. I might bet big money tonight. That's why. I mean, we want to know then, Perk. Like, we, we want to know what what do you like? What are you looking at? I mean, we could talk about Friday's ESPN games. I know you like those. We know we have some postponements. We got Warriors Nuggets uh, tonight as the second of the double. Warriors plus five in that one. What do you like? So when I'm when I'm looking at the lines, okay, the Spurs are a slam dunk. So on, on tonight's game, I wouldn't mess with too much on tonight's game. I, I tell you that much, like. But I will say this. They do have some college games that are going on. They do have some college games that are slam dunks that I've, that I've seen. Like, you Give have, you, for example, you have San Francisco versus Portland. They're giving up 12 and a half. 
you take that for the game. You always got to take Gonzaga. They're playing. They're playing Pepperdine. They're giving up twenty seven for the for the uh for the game. So they'll probably be giving up sixteen for the half. Take the half. This is a layup, okay? This is a layup. And then also, you have the other ones that are like extra college extras, right? Basketball tonight. Northern Colorado against Idaho. Idaho sucks, okay? Northern Colorado at least has some players. They have some structure. They have a lot of guys that can put the ball in the basket and they compete. They're only giving up six and a half for the game, meaning they probably only have to be up by four at the half. Take them for the half and take them for the game. This pick right here is a slam dunk. Now, here's the catch. When you're doing the ones that are the college basketball extras, you probably can't bet as much money as you want to. You see what I'm saying? Why? Why is that? For some reason, like if it's not the high D, the high D one majors, and 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 it's and it's picks like this, they get they cap it off at the limit because they pretty much know it's a slam dunk. Wow. Okay. Well, that's a good indication. Hell yeah. yeah. Let's bet on that, right? Yeah. Is there anything else you like Friday night or any other pick? Because um, tonight we we already know Rocket Spurs. You said take take the Spurs for the half, but anything tomorrow night on ESPN? Right. Yep. It's a it's a lot of games going on on ESPN, but great competition, right? You gotta you don't take the Celtics and Magic. Don't mess with the Knicks and Cavaliers. Do not mess with the Bucks and Mavericks. Okay. I like okay. the Bulls over the Thunder. Okay. They haven't put a line on it yet, but it's not going to be high. It's probably going to be Bulls you know, giving up two and a half maybe for the game. Take the Bulls for the game because Kobe White and Zach Levine are playing out their mind. You got to think Billy Donovan coming back to Oklahoma City, he's going to have his guys extra motivated to get that win. See a couple more games on the list. Wait, wait, wait on the Bulls Thunder. Just give me your prediction for a final score. You're taking Bulls by, by what? Bulls by eight. Got Bulls it. by eight for the game. Bulls by eight because they play. They're playing with a lot of chemistry. They have a lot of not. They don't have a lot of household names, but they have some hoopers like Gafford who comes in off the bench. He's been playing extremely well for them. Valentine has been providing a spark. Arthur Porter Jr. has been playing well for them. Temple. All these guys are coming in and they're contributing at a high level. So. The Bulls right now, and Zach Levine is like, I don't, I don't want to call him a superstar just yet, but he's playing superstar-type basketball. Like, he can't be guarded right now. So anytime you have Zach Levine, matter of fact, Zach Levine and Kobe White, because I'm trying to see right now, one could argue that those two might be, and I'm going to be generous here, a top seven backcourt in the NBA. And number one is I'm I'm just guessing your number one backcourt backcourt is Dame and CJ, especially after Dame's post game presser last night. Ain't, you can't fuck with Dame anymore, right? It's Dame and CJ. Yeah, you got to you got to take Dame Dollar and CJ McCullough. CJ McCullough is playing some of the best basketball 
of his career. Dane Dowler is arguably the best point guard. I mean, 40 points, 13 dimes last night, zero turnovers, right? Put some respect yeah. on Dane Dollar's name. The next game I'm taking, this is a slam dunk for Friday. I don't give a damn what the line is. Pelicans at Lakers take the Lakers, right? The Lakers just came off a, a road trip where they went 7-0, smacking people. They are playing with great chemistry. LeBron James is finding his stride. And you know what's the the unsung hero in that? Taylor Horton Tucker Mm -hmm. is playing like he's ready to take that six-man. By the way, Trez has been averaging about 18 points. So their chemistry is is flowing at an all-time high. Right now, the way the Lakers are playing, they should be playing like this towards the end of the season. THC is a legend. What is it about the Lakers that just produce legends? You had Alex Caruso last year. Now you got the legend of THT. The Pels uh, at Lakers is the second of the ESPN doubleheader tomorrow night, Friday night. Perk saying take the Lakers for the game or the half or both. Take them. Take them for the game. Okay. Take them oh, for the game. Going back to the Bulls Thunder, which you like. You said Bulls by eight over the Thunder also tomorrow night. Just FYI on Zach Levine, the, the odds for him to be MVP this year, plus 25,000. Plus twenty. <laughs> Plus twenty five thousand Zach Levine for MVP. Just, okay. just, just to give you some perspective, Taco Fall has the same odds to be MVP. What? Uh, like that's crazy. Let me ask you a question. Let me ask you a question. And this, I just want to know your honest opinion. If Zach Levine, if the Bulls happen to get in the playoffs, and Zach Levine is averaging what? He has to be averaging close to 30 right now, right? 27, 28, yeah. 27. Okay, and the Bulls getting the playoffs in the Eastern Conference. Would Zach Levine be considered, and he makes the All-Star game and the Bulls are rolling. Would Zach Levine be considered an MVP? I I almost feel like how could he not? And here's why. We're going to talk about MVP odds that changed yesterday with the James Harden move, what that means for KD what that means for, you know, for James himself, what that means for LeBron, AD, Kawhi, Paul George. Zach is the only dude on his team who has a shot at putting up all these numbers and getting all this love and and putting himself as a front runner in the MVP race. I mean, Luca's getting Porzingis back. Everybody else has, and we'll get to this, a a Robin to their Batman, because I know you had an interesting tweet about that this morning. So (laughs) Zach's Zach's like the only dude. Zach is like the only. Dude, so if he can get them from not being an all-star, just a dunk champ, if he can get them to the playoffs and get them maybe even to win a series, I know MVP voting closes before that happens, right? But like if he can get them into the playoffs and he's averaging 28, 27 points a game, I don't know. How is he not top top three in MVP voting? Oh, with that being said, I, I, I just needed you to break that down for me. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to place $100 that Zach right now that Zach Levine wins the MVP. To everybody else out there in the world, just go place a dollar, okay? Yeah. One dollar. Yeah. One dollar. Because one dollar brings you back how much if he wins? It's plus 25000 Okay, then. Cool. <laughs> yeah. yeah. What Everybody can put up a dollar. I'm with you. Let's go. I'm going to go with 100 I told you, that's like my budget. And like, if I'm putting like 100 on PG, I'm going to put 100 on Zach Levine. Why not? Why not? Why not? Why not? That's a smart move. 
All right, so we got Perk's picks. And, and by the way, you heard it uh, from Perk. Idaho sucks. If you're looking at a college game, bet against Idaho, especially tonight, right, Perk? Against uh, who, Idaho and Colorado? No, I, yeah, Northern Colorado. Oh, okay. Not, not, Chauncey, not Chauncey Billups' alma mater, not, Northern not Colorado. Northern Colorado. Got you. So, so, look, I feel like I know we do basketball, right? But since it's the NFL playoffs, yeah, here we go. We got to touch on this, okay? Yep. You, Anybody out there, you will be a fool not to take the Green Bay Packers. I know Aaron Donald is a beast, but he's injured, okay? Just because he's playing doesn't mean he's healthy. Aaron Rodgers is on a mission. The Green Bay Packers are on a mission. Take Aaron Rodgers. They're only giving up six and a half for the game. And that line keeps that line keeps changing because a lot of people are putting money on the Rams. A lot of it's it's changing like every second. Yeah, and 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 they're they're wrong. Look, Aaron Rodgers is gonna pick them apart, okay? Get put your money on Aaron Rodgers, and I would do it first half because guess what? The first half line probably will be four and a half, all right? Easy money. That's up two field goals. Green Bay easily could do that. They put up too many points. I don't care how good the Rams' defense is, right? They have to play in Green Bay. Yeah. One thing I do know about the Rams is they do not play good in cold weather. Take them. Stay away from the uh, Ravens and Bills game. That could go either way. When you see a line that close, two and a half for the Bills giving up two and a half for the game, stay away from that. The Browns, they had a great run. They're gonna get smacked by Kansas City, okay? They're I'm taking the Brown. I'm taking the Browns. I'm I'm putting my money on the Browns. What? Yeah. Why not? Like, I'm I mean, why not? I I'm look, the Chiefs are to me like the most what are they? Did they lose one game? The Chiefs are the are the most mediocre one loss team ever. So I, I'm going with the Browns. I mean, I, I just wouldn't do, I just you can't you cannot bet against Patrick Mahomes, boy, okay? When you when we what we witnessed him do last year against the Houston, Texas, that comeback, I would never bet against him in my life. By the way, he's a mobile quarterback, G. Remember, the Browns just played against old big Ben. That's yep. it's night and day, okay? Yeah. Yeah, I feel you, but I, I like I like the Browns pick. I'm with you. I don't think I would touch Baltimore um, and Buffalo. And by the way, is this true or is this not true? Like technically the, the home team always gets three points, right? It's, it's sort of like you get the three points just for being the home team. So like this game right here is almost even it does like it, like they're playing in Buffalo, but like two and a half. I mean, this it's even pick them like yeah. it's hard. Yeah, it, it is. It is. And then, and then on the Buccaneers and saints, you got to stay away from that. You have yeah. to stay away from that because the Buccaneers do not have a run game, run game. The Saints defense is the best defense in the league, in my opinion, okay? Better than the Rams. You know why? Because their front four, their cornerbacks and safeties are not playing no games, right? And yeah. what you have to realize well, is Well, they're playing football. That That's the game they're playing. I'm messing. I'm messing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, stay away from that game. 
Yeah, I, Drew, I mean, Drew, Drew Brees in his final year, he's going to join NBC next year. I don't think he's losing to Tom Brady. And by the way, he owns Tom Brady. He's like five and two against TB12. Yeah, so. the, the Drew Brees I've been watching, G, over the last couple of weeks are underthrowing people and keep giving us this shit here. Yeah, I feel like, you. Like he trying to warm and up the shoulder. And he, yeah, and he ain't doing a damn thing, right? So I hear look, you. the Chiefs are a dead bow lock. Even though you rolling with the Browns, I, I feel sorry for your loss, okay? The Chiefs <laughs> are a dead bow lock, and we rolling with Aaron Rodgers and the Packers. We're not right. about to be fooled by, by you know, because the Packers have a run game. It's going to be in Wisconsin. The Rams do not play well in cold weather, okay? Yeah, and by the way, Jared Goff is going to start. They broke that news, which seems funny because he is the, you know, the starter. I know he wasn't last week. He's got the, he's got the messed up thumb in cold weather. I don't, I don't see it. I don't see any way the Rams win, but uh, do they lose by less than a touchdown? Yeah, maybe, maybe. They're going to get smacked. Okay. Then you hear, you heard it here first. So we got our picks. We'll, we'll give you a recap for, for him if you want, but let's, man, let's just get into it. Like Perk. What the hell happened yesterday, right? Like at 1 p.m. Pacific, the world made sense. And then at like 1.04 p.m. Pacific, that shit was crazy. The NBA is back and they never disappoint. So what, what happened? Let's talk about James Harden to the Nets. Well, first of all, I strongly believe that the Nets. Okay, first of all, all this was planned. I, I, I believe that it's been talks with the Brooklyn Nets and the Houston Rockets about James Harden getting traded. That's why James Harden, his last game against the Lakers in a Rockets uniform, went out there in in his post-game interview and said what he said because he knew that it was getting close to that time that he was about to get traded. That's the first thing. Second of all, I think because Brooklyn gave up a lot. We're talking about Three unprotected picks, a young stud and Jared, Jared Allen and Karis LeVert, right? They gave up a lot for James Harden to say that both, that all three of these guys could opt out after next season if this don't work out, right? They ain't going to have a pot to piss in or a window to throw it out of. So with that being said, with, with that being said, I'm looking at it like this. Kyrie went MIA, all right? No one can find him. So that goes to show me that the Nets have concern. So with that, they probably been in conversations with Kevin Durant, and Kevin Durant, like, we got to get James here because we don't know what this guy's capable of doing. He's unpredictable. So this is that's one major reason why they hurry up and got their deal done and sun all those picks and went all in on James Harden because they don't know what's going on through the mind of Kyrie Irving. He's an insurance policy for Kyrie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Liberty Mutual. (laughs) Kyrie may never play another game in the NBA. I mean, it's it's reasonable to think that Kyrie's done playing basketball forever. Is that or is that is that not it? No, I mean, one could believe that. Like, you don't just you don't just walk away from the game, right? From 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 practice, from and not show up to the facility, and not communicate 
with, with, with the organization, your teammates, all your coaches. Like, that's unheard of. Like, Dennis, look, Dennis Rodman went to Vegas, all right? But people knew he went to Vegas. Kyrie Irving just disappeared, and no one has got a statement. No one had a com- no one has had a conversation with him. We just seen him on videos and at a family gathering, diddy bopping. And then all of a sudden you see him on a Zoom call. I mean, you just don't know what's going on. So what if you get into the thick of things and you playing second round against uh Philadelphia 76ers, and all of a sudden, you know, you show up to the arena and everybody saying, What well, what Kyrie at? The Nets can't take that chance. They can't take that chance on losing KD. So the right move, get you some insurance, go get James Hoyt. I've heard, all right, I've heard a lot of people with a take I don't agree with. I've heard a lot of people say the Nets gave up too much for James with the four first-round picks, the swaps. Jared Allen, who you love, who you think now really like leaves DeAndre Jordan and and the and zero depth at the center position. Kevin Durant might be playing center, right? Like, so so they lose him. They obviously lose Karis. Spencer Dinwiddie's already down for the year. They've got no depth now. I've heard a lot of people though say they gave up too much for James Harden. I I want to ask you about that because I don't agree with that. Like, to me, giving up four first round picks. And they're not all in the same year. This is stretched over like to 2024, I think. Giving up four first round picks and some swaps is not too much for James Harden if you want to win now. Because here's why. And you, you, you have a relationship with Sam Presti and OKC who made this famous, the hall. Everyone calls it the hall. All the shit that you can get for a player like Paul George or Russ or James or whatever. First round picks who have basically been shit. Andrew Wiggins. Adam Morrison, Jay Williams, Anthony Bennett, Darko. Like, just because you have a first-round pick, Greg Oden, Sam Bowie, just because you have a first-round pick for the next four years doesn't mean those players are going to be James Harden in 10 years or ever. So if you have an opportunity to get James Harden right now on your team, as the Nets did, who cares? i give up 10 first-round picks, wouldn't you? Yeah, but but here's the thing though, Gene, is that this is this is Gene. Like you you cannot, my thing is, what if it don't work out? All right. If it don't work out, you have a small window. It's not like these guys are committed on a four on four-year deals. They have the option to opt out. And we all know Mr. Kevin Durant has no problem with moving around, right? So Say you don't win it. Just say it. at the worst. They don't win the championship in the next two years. Two aging guys. Well, yeah, two aging guys. KD, what, 33, James, 32. Just say they don't win it. Now you done gave up all everything that you have. Say those guys decide to leave because James Harden has already put out there several times that he wants to come back and finish his career as a rocket, right? He said that plenty of times. Now, with that being said, if you don't win it, guess what? You at rock bottom. Yeah, but I mean, if you but but the the four for the four first round draft picks, there's no guarantee they're going to be Ben Simmons, you know, either. So, like, they I, might be a Monty Bates. They might they might be, and who knows what he's going to be? Who? Right. Yeah, like Jalen Green. 
Like who look, James Wiseman and LaMelo Ball, they're great players. They might win rookie. They're not James Harden right now, and they may never be James Harden. So if you have an opportunity, James Harden right now, and you know what? They might not win, but let's let and let's let's show you how like how you know reasonable it is to think that they won't or will after yesterday's trade. And this is this is these are some FanDuel numbers. I've seen these numbers change a little bit. The Lakers are still the favorite in the NBA to win it all, plus 260. The Nets jumped from some people have it at plus a thousand. I've seen it at plus 500 before the trade. Now with the addition of James Harden, the Nets are plus 270 to win it. They're right behind the Lakers. So we're looking at a Lakers Nets finals. The odds are really, really good that the Nets win the championship. But here's the thing. These odds are based on the fact that Kyrie Irving is going to play another snap. Like we don't even, if they don't have a big three in Brooklyn, are they still plus 270 to win it all? No. It, then, even, if, even if they do have a big three in Brooklyn, here's the problem that I have. It's just like you, it's just like us when we first got our driver's license. All right. We had two of our friends riding with us. We driving, which is Katie, right? In the passenger seat, they fight for the who go ride in the front seat to be able to lean their seat back and look cool. That's James Harden. And Kyrie is in the backseat. So who, who's to tell me that Kyrie is going to buy in to being the third option? He's a, He already had a problem with being the second option under LeBron James. And hell, the way they've been playing before James Harden, it looked like to me that he was trying to make a case that he was the first option with KD. And we all know this is KD team. All I'm saying is, is this, G. I'm just telling you, and maybe because I would have did the trade different, all right? Sure. I'm thinking along the lines of I would have traded Kyrie mm. and maybe gave up one of the picks, head up, and I would have got back and I would have kept Karis LeVert and Jared Allen. Mm. Can you imagine that? Karis LeVert, James Harden, and Kevin Durant. Listen, if I, if I look into that car, KD's driving. J- you said James is riding shotgun, and Kyrie's in the back seat. I think Kyrie's in the back seat in one of those child seats, but turned the other way. You know how they turn babies the other oh. way? They don't even. They don't even get to face forward. That's your man, Kyrie, right there. Let me ask you this: conspiracy theory. Did did Kyrie go AWOL at the perfect time? Was this like because he didn't want to be? He didn't want to surface in these trade talks. He kind of just like goes AWOL, whatever he does. The Nets don't trade him. Now James comes comes in. Now we see Kyrie return to work this week. Like, is, is it, that, it, could that be it? It could be that. Oh, he could have been mad because he heard the rumors that they were trading for James. All right. Now, I mean, that. so that begs the question, right? So and let's talk about Kevin Durant. Mm-hmm. Kevin Durant. Now, I wish I could take credit for this take because – I agree with it, but this is not my take. And we'll do this periodically as we go. We'll, we'll get some cool takes from some of our friends and maybe things we see on Twitter. So my guy, Dylan McNamara, formerly of Bleacher, now he's with Vayner Sports, uh, is, is a, a big part of what we're doing at Gaming Society and the Betting Academy here. He asked, we're both Warriors fans, so we're going to be homers here, right? KD's reason for leaving Golden State, right? He wanted to win a title as the guy. He didn't feel like he got that recognition in Golden State, so he left. Now he's in Brooklyn. Are, aren't we recreating the same dynamic right here? It, like, it, is this like Kate? Is this what KD really wants? You 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 had to team up with with Kai. 
That's not going to, according to plan. Now you got to bring in your third gun and James Harden. I mean, w- how are you ever going to feel fulfilled that you brought a title home by your doing only and not with the help of Dre, Steph, Clay, or Kai and James Harden now? And this is the reason that I tweeted yesterday. I don't know if you saw it, but I I, I see all your tweets, by the way. Okay, well, well, you remember the one when I said, I don't want to hear about LeBron LeBron. James. Yeah, okay, cool. Here's the problem that I have with Kevin. All right, KD. KD left Golden State because he figured that it it will always be Steph Curry franchise. And he just couldn't get over that. No matter how many uh, finals MVPs you bring home, it's always going to belong to Steph Curry. He can't go back to Oklahoma, so now he had to go find his own. And and, and so what's, what's better, going to New York, not the Knicks, but the Brooklyn Nets, and deliver them so people could say the Brooklyn Nets belong to Kevin Durant? I mean, do, do they now? I mean... One could argue that if they win this title, the Brooklyn Nets belong to James Harden. Um, and and by the way, let's just talk about some futures for MVP. KD right now plus seven hundred to win the MVP. That that changes a little bit because now he's got James, and and we think Kyrie's coming back. James right. Harden James Harden went up to to plus twenty five hundred. This is this is according to Fanduel. Um, and for context, LeBron's only plus eleven hundred, and Steph Steph's plus seven fifty now. So like Kevin and Kevin and Steph are about the same to win MVP, which is ironic. You got LeBron at plus 1100, James plus 2,500. I'm putting money on James Harden now. Really? Yeah. I'm putting money on James Harden now. I just told, I I just told you he was, he was going to be the Robin. I I know. So yeah, let's talk about that. Let's, let's just frame, you know, I know we've already been in, in this, but let's frame carry on, which is when we really, really get deep into NBA Twitter. Um, and let's talk about some of your tweets. We'll do that as soon as we come right back. All right. All right. Basketball is back and you know what that means. It's time for me to fire up the FanDuel Sportsbook app from the opening tip to the final buzzer. There are so many ways to bet on FanDuel. Odds, boosts and specials every day and some big super boosts each weekend. Live betting, easy to place your bet faster in a game if you see a trend you like. Product features, multi-game parlay and same game parlay ops so you can get a massive payout on a small bet. Guys, now is the perfect time to give FanDuel a shot. If you sign up today, FanDuel will let you place your first bet risk-free. That's right, they'll give you up to $1,000 back if you don't win. And when you do win, FanDuel pays you your winnings in as little as 24 hours. You don't have to track down some shady bookie for your money. Just do me a favor, though. When you download the FanDuel Sportsbook app, sign up with the promo code BETTINGACADEMY so they know I sent you. That's FanDuel Sportsbook, promo code BETTINGACADEMY. Tell them G and Perk sent you. Disclaimer, 21 and up and present in New Jersey, Pennsylvania, Illinois, West Virginia, Indiana, Colorado, Iowa, and Tennessee. First online real money wager only. Site credit is non-withdrawable and expires in 14 days. Restrictions apply. See sportsbook.fanduel.com for details. Gambling problems? Call 1-800-522-4700 in Colorado. Call 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. Call 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana. 
1-800-GAMBLER in New Jersey, Pennsylvania, Illinois. Tennessee Redline, 1-800-889-9789, obviously in Tennessee. Or visit www.1800gambler.net in West Virginia. All right, y'all, we're back. The Betting Academy Hoops Edition. This is episode two. Um, it feels like a whole different world uh, now that James Harden is, is a member of the Brooklyn Nets. Um, I'm Gina. That's Perk. Let's get right into Carry On. As you know, how Big Perk signs off when he tweets Carry On. We like to talk about all the shit going down on NBA Twitter um, because that's really where it's at. And so, Perk, let's start with your tweet and your subsequent first take appearance this morning where you talk about KD as Batman right? Harden as, as Robin <laughs> and, and who's Kyrie? Give, give it to him. Who's Kyrie? <laughs> the Butler for, for, for anyone who isn't familiar I, with the DC comics. Yeah. I mean, I didn't want, I didn't want to call him the Joker, you know? Yeah. That, the Joker's too tight. I don't think he's the Joker, you know, right. the Joker, at, you know, as played by Heath Ledger, he ain't that yet. <laughs> but it's even though he could try to sabotage what they got going on, but that's another story. Yeah. I mean, I think if he's going to be the Joker, he's got to smile more. And I think that's what gets lost in all of this. Like Kyrie doesn't seem happy. And I don't know uh, if Kyrie loves basketball anymore. And I think I, that makes me sad to say, and if he doesn't ever play again and he, and he, and there's something else in life that will fulfill him, then I support him a hundred but I'd, I'd like to see what could happen if this big three actually plays together. And frankly, I'd like to see the net, the nets beat the Lakers. So, but let's get into your tweet. Let's, 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 let's dive in um, about that tweet. T- tell us what you meant. Like, w- like what, what exactly do you mean by that? And, and like, and like, who are you mad at? Right? Like this big three, like, who are we mad at? Who are we supposed to be mad at? KD, Harden or Kai? So, so you supposed to be mad at, at, at Kyrie. Okay. Right. And I'm not trying to pick on him, but you can't be mad at James. All right. He just wanted to be out. He wanted to go play on the contender. He got his wish, although he didn't do it the right way. Right. Uh, uh, you know, grandpa used to tell me, hey, look, it's not what you do it's how you do it. But that's water under the bridge. But you got to be mad at Kyrie because of the way that he's conducting himself. All right, the way that he's handling situations. And they haven't even faced adversity yet. So I don't know what's going on in Kyrie's personal life, but I'm not really – the tweet It wasn't like I was really mad at anyone. I was just saying that if it's going to work, then that somebody's going to have to sacrifice, and I just use, you know – Batman, Robin, and Alfred to kind of break it down. Because if you look at all the big threes that had success, KD was Batman, Steph was Robin, Clay, I ain't gonna say was Alfred. He was just he was the third option. He okay? was cat, he was Catwoman. Okay, cool. That's cool, right? Okay, you look at, at the Miami Heat, it was Braun. D-Wade, Chris Bosch. You look at the Boston Celtics, and look, check this out. KD put himself last. At the first training camp meeting, he says, you know what? We only go win if we sacrifice. 
He says, you know what? We're going to run the offense through Paul Ray did myself. Oh, KG. Yeah. All right. So yeah. KG- and, 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 and like, how big was that? We all know he was the best player on the team. A hundred percent. And see, this is what I'm saying. So now you have all three of these guys that are ball dominant. Uh, all three have pretty big egos. And it's like, yeah, I know. <laughs> I played with all three of them, right? And then you have Steve Nash, who's a, who don't have experience as a head coach, really. How and you got, you- and you got D'Antoni in there, who probably will favor James Harden in the yeah. offense. Yeah, yeah. So my thing is, how are you going to micromanage this? How are you going to get them to buy into their roles? I don't know. So that's what that tweet was about. Well, I'll tell you what, it, it's probably going to be a lot easier if Kyrie doesn't play. Mm. I'll, just, I'll just say that. And, and just to go back to one thing you said about not being mad at James Harden, because I'm with you. I'm not mad at James. Look, players force their way out of situations with three or four years left on their contract. All Anthony Davis has done it. Paul George has done it. Like, we're not mad at them. I mean, maybe we were when it happened, but water under the bridge now, right? I, I think people are still probably mad at Paul George, but for different reasons. Um, but to me, here's my thing. When, when James Harden says this team that, that was constructed around me before 1 PM Pacific yesterday, wasn't good enough. He's not wrong. DeMarcus cousins and John wall and Christian Wood are good players, but Houston was plus 5,000 to win the NBA finals before yesterday. They weren't going to win it. They, they, I didn't even, I don't even know if Houston was going to make the playoffs golden state warriors. I had picked to finish before Houston. So I don't, I'm not mad at James for wanting to get the hell out of there. They weren't going to win shit this year anyway. Get out. Well, 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 look, Gina, I don't have a problem with him feeling that way, okay? I, I don't have a problem. But he broke a damn locker room code. You yeah. cannot say that shit. You can never throw guys under the bus. Matter of fact, it wasn't just the Marcus Cousins and John Wall and Christian Woods. But it was some of the guys that you actually went to war with. P.J. Tucker. Eric Gordon. Like, don't do that. Even if you felt that way, that wasn't the right choice of words to deliver. And you know that. That's a golden rule. Never say shit like that. That's why I was mad at him. That's why you're hearing DeMarcus Cousins and all these guys come out about the disrespect. Because you basically, in, in, in so many words, you call them bums. It was disrespectful the way he did it, but it was, but the point of looking at DeMarcus and John and Christian and PJ as his teammates not being good enough, that's facts. They weren't. Yeah. It is. It is. They're not ready to contend for a title. Now, right. can they make can they get it together and make it into the playoffs? I believe so. But right. are they a title contender? No. But I'm just saying, even if you felt that way. That's not something that you say. And so what happened was, was that they, even if they wouldn't have traded him yesterday, he couldn't come back to the Rockets facility because we would have been hurt. We would have been hearing about an altercation. Somebody would have put them paws on James. They probably would have, would have jumped them and it would have been fruit punch everywhere. Yeah. Somebody named Boogie Cousins for sure. <laughs> All right. Now, everyone likes to speculate now about other like domino effect trades. And I know you have a, 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 a an amazing one. It's going to blow everybody's mind. We'll get into that in a second. But Zach Lowe, our friend, your colleague at ESPN, 
uh, Zach Lowe said, all right, now let's trade Kyrie for Russell Westbrook and reunite the 2012 Thunder. And by the way, Kendrick Perkins could come out of retirement for that. Are you ready? You've been on the Peloton. Are you ready to come out and play with the Thunder if they do to play with them if they do this? No, I, w- I wouldn't leave this job for the world, okay? Mm. This here, what I'm doing, getting being able to talk shit and watch the game of basketball. I get my basketball to LA Fitness when I while, while I'm the star, G. Oh, yeah. I don't have to worry about going to be a role player sitting on the bench. I go to LA Fitness and I'm I'm actually the star. Yeah. yeah, I ain't playing against competition, but I feel good about myself when I leave. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> so, Ru- so Russ, let, let's go to Russ because we want to talk about his teammate, his current teammate, because we don't know where the hell – we don't know what the hell is going to happen now. Everybody getting traded. Yesterday was a blockbuster. We'll see what happens. We think Russ stays with, with uh, the Wizards, but you have an interesting idea for Bradley Beal. C- can you tell everybody what it is? Yeah, get him to Miami. Bradley Beal to the Heat. For who? I, I, I hate to say this because I love the guy, but it makes sense. So find a way to make sense with the money. I don't know if you could throw Goran Dragic in there because you just signed him, but you got to find a way. Maybe Iggy, uh, but you got to give up Tyler Hero. And probably Duncan Robinson. No, 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 no. Duncan Robinson don't go nowhere. First of all, you, you, he's the best shooter in the league, hands down. Wait, wait, wait. Steph Curry just entered the chat. What? No, Duncan Robinson is the best shooter today in the league, hands down. Ooh. Okay. Pure shooter. Steph is a scorer. Don't get it twisted. And he's the greatest shooter of all time. Because he's done it over a long period of time. But when you talk about Duncan Robinson, I mean, it's just, it's just, you know, that's 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 what he's there to do. Steph Curry is there to be a best player. Yeah. Right? He's going a variety of ways. Duncan Robinson. <laughs> she. So Dunk stays. Tyler Hero go. I mean, if they weren't gonna give Tyler Hero up for James Harden. Why, they, why would they give Tyler Hero up for Bradley Beal? Because they didn't want James Harden at Kings of, King of Diamonds in Club 11. You know the atmosphere out there. They don't want him in the strip clubs. And it's a culture thing. It's a culture thing. We never saw Bradley Beal out of shape. We right. just saw James Harden. He was looking like me. Right. So if, if, <laughs> so if the Heat get Bradley Beal, um, are they the favorites in the East? Better, better, better odds than the Nets. The Nets right now, plus two seventy, plus three hundred. It's it's in that range. No, but it, it puts them up there. They have a, a certified big three. When you look at Jimmy Butler, Bradley Beal, and Bam. So to me, it's right now it's three teams. Well, I mean, you, you got to throw Milwaukee in there. But look, you might you might have to throw in the Indiana Pacers in there now. They got Karras. That's a good team. Like the, the don't sleep on the Pacers. No, I'm not sleeping on them, but that to me, they don't have enough star power. Okay. In the playoffs, you need that star power. You need that one guy that can average 35 to 40 points in a series, not in the game, right? Boston has two of those guys, maybe three. Right. Kimball, they, from what I hear, I'm hearing Kimball looks healthy. Joe MB, like we discussed on the lab, on the last part, Yep. It's the MVP right now. Did you see the clinic that he put on? 
And you know the thing that I love about Joel and Doc Rivers' system? He's holding them accountable on the defensive end. Offensively, he's Doc has blocked out all the bullshit of you better post them up on the block, put them on the block. No, Joel was hitting one, one dribble pull-ups, facing up, Euro stepping. He was damn near running the point. He was yeah. in his bag from the outside. Let that man be great. And Doc let him do him. So I'm looking at the 76ers. Seth Curry is so underrated. Because people don't understand, he's not just a shooter. That mother, just look, his ass can hoop. He yeah. can flat out hoop. Ben Simmons, okay, he's not giving you offense, but he's giving you everything else across the board. Arguably could be the defensive player of the year. Shake Milton is relentless. He can win six man of the year. Danny Green just lit the shit up for about nine threes last night. Dwight Howard is playing his role. I like the 76ers. They look like a family. Their chemistry is together. So with that being said, G, I by the way, By the way, Sixers are, are plus 1,800 to win the title. And your guy, Mr. 45 and 15, Joel, plus 1,000 for MVP. Yeah, he was hiding that the other day. You remember? Instead of coming our way. So, look, Philadelphia, Brooklyn Nets, Milwaukee, Boston, all four of those teams could arguably be the Eastern Conference champs. And don't let Bradley Bill go to Miami because then you really going to mess the game up. Like, here's – man, the East is the new West. Like, I know the West is strong, but the East is not fucking weak anymore. Like there, there's some good teams. There's four, four or five really good teams in the East who could who could be there at the end of the season. Yeah, absolutely. And, and then you throw in the Hawks, even though they lost Bondanovich, look, they they're still dangerous. They're young, but they are still dangerous, right? So, I mean, you you know, Orlando, they're up and down a little bit. Charlotte. Toronto, yeah, I don't know what happened to Toronto. Like they just. They kind of drop off. They fell off overnight. I don't know. But, yeah, so so let's not make this like it's a clear-cut favorite coming out of the Eastern Conference. But if Bradley Beal goes to the Heat, which I'm, which I'm just going to say you have predicted, uh, they're, they're, them and the Nets are the favorite in the East for 100%. That, that just happens, no problem. And, and one of those teams is, is likely to face the Lakers, you know, if everything turns out the way uh, Vegas says it will in the finals. Right. I mean, I'd love to see it. I'd love to see Miami get back there and beat the Lakers. I'd love to see the Nets get there and beat the Lakers. But either way, I'm I'm with that. I want the Nets or the Heat to beat the Lakers in the final. Gee, this is the problem I, I have a problem with. Why are you so caught up on the Lakers getting beat in the finals? You've been saying that since the beginning of the show. What's going on, G? Talk well, to because I, because I, I like everyone else, like to add fuel to the fire for LeBron. And actually, our producers, we were talking before we started, we started the show. And this, like, this is just motivation for your guy LeBron. Like James Harden going to the Nets. Ooh, that you know, LeBron heard that news yesterday. Was like, fuck out of here. I, like, I'm not losing to them in the finals. So I just think it's like fun to, to like to like motivate LeBron, which. We, nobody, he doesn't need us to motivate him. But I just, I just want to see it a, a dope ass finals. I want to see LeBron have so much motivation that that, and everyone's picking the other team, the Heat or the Nets or the 
the Sixers or whatever it is, and then we see LeBron just just take just his, take his, take his, get his fifth ring and fill that hand up, and you know, and then we have, and then everyone, the narrative is going to become LeBron James is the best player to have ever played this game, better than Michael Jordan. Period. If he wins this year, I, I think that's a wrap. I think that argument goes to bed. Well, it it been to bed for me, but that's another yeah. discussion. But I agree with you. But who is adding fuel to the fires is Anthony Davis. That's why. He commented and said, oh, yeah, they look good on paper. Can't wait to see what they look like between the lines. People thinking, oh, AD giving praise. No, AD was being sarcastic. Oh, okay? yeah. Shots fired. Yeah. Shots fired. I mean, because LeBron won't say it because Le- LeBron's a pro and LeBron don't have to say it. But LeBron, dude, I, like he's at home working out harder. He's in the gym t- putting more shots up like. There is no right. You know him. There's no part of LeBron that's going to let the Lakers lose this finals. Hell no, hell no. So let's talk about your tweet. Let's let's go back to that since we're since we're we're in the carry on mode here, and we're and we're dealing with NBA Twitter shit. You said you you said that. Let, let me let me actually pull it up because you're talking about Kyrie and you're talking about you wonder why people when people will start to understand that. LeBron didn't need a stacked team or, or if that's, if that's the argument against him because of what they're doing in Brooklyn right now. Right. Like, let's talk about that. Cause you always bring it back to LeBron and you're right. I have to agree with you. Like everyone gave LeBron the business for stacking a team, getting Anthony Davis to the Lakers or whatever it was. And now look what the Nets are doing now. So you can't keep talking that shit about LeBron, right? No, I just want that same energy when it comes down to other players. I don't, I don't care about Braun putting himself in position to win championships and getting the necessary pieces that he needs. I just want the same energy when it comes down to guys like Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant won with a stack Golden State Warriors. Now Kevin Durant has a stacked Brooklyn Nets team. Keep the same energy. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, and by the way, look, this is the second time we've seen KD do this. Like, yep. like, like my boy Dylan said, he, he did this in Golden State. He wanted to get out of that situation, go be the guy. Now he's not the guy because James Harden is coming in thinking he's the guy. And also Kyrie is there who thinks he's the guy. So, like, if you're going to – yeah, if you're going to hate on LeBron for doing that shit, look, Kevin has now done it twice. Right. And he went teamed up with two alphas. Like, both of those guys are alphas. They're not deferring to him. Like, they coming in – That's and this is why I said – it's going to be difficult for them to be able to sacrifice and know their roles. Yeah. So let me ask you this. Speaking of Kevin Durant, how mad is KD right now at Kyrie? Who knows? I mean, he come out with a bullshit statement saying, I support Kyrie 100%. And all of a sudden we see him in the, in the club diddy bopping and shit like that. But <laughs> KD, you, you know, one thing about KD is that he don't want to. He don't want the world to know when he's wrong or or, or or he feel like everyone picks on Kyrie, so he's not gonna be that guy. He wanna he wanna be the guy to show that he's loyal. He's gonna stand up for his teammate. I'm cool with all that. Do do what you do, Katie. You know, do what you do. But if you go call, this is the problem I have. If you go call other people out, then you gotta address your inner circle also. Mean, mean, dot, 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 meaning. Meaning, like, when they ask you, like, hey, man, where the hell is Kyrie? Oh, I support him 100%. He'll address you when he get back. 
Like what? Yeah. You support him diddy bopping with no masks on during a pandemic when there's a shortage on NBA players. That's what the hell you support? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, look, KD asked for this. KD and Kyrie asked to play together. They paired themselves like they like they 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 tied to each other. They did this. Now you made your bed. You got to lie in it. And everyone said this was who did who didn't say this was going to happen. And, and now it's happening. We're watching it happen. I got to believe Katie is furious at Kyrie, but I'm with you. Like, just say that shit, man. Like Dame would say that shit. Say that shit. Right. right. Dray- Draymond, Draymond would say that shit. Boogie said that shit. Yeah. They'll say it. I don't know what the hell going on with him. And they don't. Yeah. So listen, I should have done this in the beginning, but I, it, you just, it just reminded me. Yesterday at 1.04 p.m. Pacific, so what, you know, 3.05 or so your time, and you're in Houston, and this news breaks, where were you the moment it happened, and what was your first thought? I just finished the jump. Yeah. I was, you know, breaking down my equipment, getting it out of the front room so I won't hear my wife mouth and shit about me leaving my shit everywhere, right? So I'm breaking that shit down, and all of a sudden I see it. It happened. And I just said on the jump that, oh, that trade ain't happening today. Maybe tomorrow sometime. And the shit happened right there. So instantly I said, okay, cool. And then I thought about it. I was like, damn, they did that shit quick. That was the insurance policy. Hmm. Yeah, man. I, at 1.04 p.m., like a couple of minutes earlier, that shit breaks live while you guys are on the jump. I wish I could have seen that, man. But it is what it is. It happened right after. So I know they covered that all day today. Just like we're doing. Like I said, this felt like an emergency podcast, but like it was perfect. That shit simmered through the night. We got to uh, organize our thoughts and here we are talking about it. All right. I mean, you know, that's really it. Unless there's something you you can think of about, we covered everything. We talked, we talked LeBron, we got LeBron in this, but we we talked Harden Kyrie to the fullest, no? That's what we did. But look, we stepped outside of our comfort zone today and I'm, I'm really... Our basketball picks are pretty much locked. I just want to see where our football picks are because you said you're taking the Browns, and I'm going to be watching that closely. Matter of fact, I'm going to be texting your ass about it when they be getting spanked, okay? Because I, I'm going to say, gee, I told you not to do it. But if I'm wrong, if I'm wrong, I'm going to say, gee, God damn it, you was right. Well, see, was right. well see, we need to do something, some high-stakes shit like – when me and you have our our you know picks that that we disagree on, we need to put some some major shit on it. Like for example, like if I win a bet, you have to give me one of your fluffy Frenchy bulldogs, <laughs> and I know how much those are worth. Or yeah, like, you know, you know what? You look. I will tell you this: the first one to ten, okay? The first one to ten. So what that means is we gonna do ten episodes. And we're not gonna agree. Who who's ever the first one to ten on the best? If, if a fluffy Frenchie is what you want, then goddamn it, that's that's my side of the deal. Let me think about what I want, what I'm gonna get from you. But fluffy Frenchie, okay, cool. First one to ten, I, that's a bet. Ooh, perk. I don't think people fucking understand how how valuable a Frenchie fluffy is. Like a a, a, a fluffy Frenchie. My bad. I, like, should we tell them? I don't think people understand what's going on here. I mean, it's a forty five thousand dollar dog. It's a forty five thousand dollar pet. 
animal. It's unbelievable. This is a business. I'm telling you, Frenchies. Wow. By the time the next episode come, I'm going to figure out what I'm going to get out because I know I'm going to win the bet. All right. I know yeah. that I'm just that com- <laughs> I'm just that confident about it because you know uh, you know shit I'm definitely gonna win the bet All because right. if I gotta give up a forty five thousand dollar dog you you damn near better be ready to know that I'm gonna be researching okay and yeah. it's not gonna be a cakewalk yeah Ugh. so yes no so so we'll make it official first to ten we're gonna start this weekend in the NFL Cleveland Kansas City the Browns are plus ten. I'm picking the Browns. Perks taking Kansas City. That'll be bet number one of our and, 10. And, and look, before we leave, G, let me make it clear to the new audience. That means that if the Browns lose by anything less than 10 or less, Gina wins, okay? If the Browns lose by exactly 10, it's called a push. No That's one right. wins. All yep. right? But – Kansas City has to win by 10 or more, just to let y'all know. That's what yes, it is. That's exactly right. So we want our audience to hold us accountable. Our producers are going to hold us accountable. NBA Twitter, hold us accountable. Look, if you got something that you want us to talk about, if you got some some shit you want to talk to Perk, and it, hey, he's at Kendrick Perkins. I'm at Gina Paradiso. The same on, on Twitter and Instagram. Shit, you can find me on Clubhouse now, at Gina Paradiso too. So Anything you think of, you want to keep a tally on our bets, you want to talk some shit, you know we do the NBA Twitter segment, Carry On. Let's have you on the show. And by the way, hold us accountable. Like, this weekend is the first bet, Kansas City, Cleveland. We got got nine to go after this, and we'll see how we do. Let's see what it is. Yep. All right, y'all, that was it. That was it for us. I think we covered everything we wanted to cover, Perk. I know you're busy. Got to get you out of here. Um, This has been the Betting Academy Hoops Edition, episode two. Fucking emergency pod, basically, on, on episode two. James Harden uh, and Kyrie Irving. The drama, the burnt sage drama. It's just fucking drama, but we here for it. We here. All right, we'll be back next week, y'all. Thanks for tuning in, and please, please tell your friends about us. Subscribe to us anywhere you get podcasts. Come check us out, the Betting Academy Hoops Edition.